Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Just told me, man, I'm so upset. I should have had this. I, if, I, if you don't come out on a show like today, this is my Merry Christmas show because I'm not going to see you next week. We'll have some best ofs and some other stuff. If you don't come out with a Santa hat, then what the hell? I mean, what, what? folks, you, I, if you tune out, I totally get it. I just ruined the whole thing for you. How do you not come out without a Santa hat? I just, did I not just say that? He's like, do you have one? I'll go run and get it. I'm like, no, I don't. Totally blew it. We are live. It is Friday. I can put, well, I could show you my watch, but I could, I could have faked that. It is, uh, how do I do it? How do I prove it's live? We are live because some people, I am doing a show today. We were thinking about taping it. And I'm like, screw that. We're giving you guys a live show because it matters. I'll be traveling next week. We got some major, major best of shows and a really, really cool. You like life hacks? I always tell you about the cold showers, all these supplements I'm taking. I got the best show ever with Gary Brecka. It's going to air next week too. So stay tuned to the channel. There's good. Oh, look at you. How did you do that? Thank you guys. Shouldn't move. There you go. We'll pretend we actually put one on. He's very clever. Thank you. All right. Big show today. Folks, Dave, that was very good. That's why we get these guys. They've actually told us how they're going to interfere in the 2024 election. No, they have. They actually bragged about it. I'm going to show you. And this name just keeps creeping up. This holiday season, MyPillow is offering amazing deals on all products. Just go to the radio podcast specials at MyPillow.com. Use promo code Dan and you'll receive free shipping on your entire order. If you want to get a head start, by the way, just put in a search engine the name Norm Eisen. And just, just hold on. Big show. We got another uh, thing. Everybody's saying he, he was so busy putting the Santa hat on. Yeah, we got a show to go. As someone who exists publicly and shares my opinions online, I'm hyper aware of safety and security, folks. That's why I personally recommend news delete me. What? Could your political views make you a target of cybercrimes, identity theft, or even violence? Uh, it could. The volume of personal data available online is tripled between 2019 and 23. And angry individuals fueled by political views and their they can easily obtain personal details from data brokers on 98% of U.S. citizens. That's a lot of you. Your name, contact info, your social security number, home address, even information about family members could be used for harassment and identity theft. That's no good. Protect your data with Delete Me. That is good. Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal info from the largest personal search databases on the web. Delete Me sends you regular personalized privacy reports showing what they found, where they found it, what they removed. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring, removing personal information you don't want on the internet. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go and join at deleteme.com slash Bongino and use promo code Bongino at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to join deleteme.com slash Bongino Enter code Bongino at checkout. Again, the website, deleteme.com slash Bongino, code Bongino. Do it. All right, Joseph, it's our last Friday of the year. So if you it's wouldn't kind sir. It's Friday. Ho, ho, ho. That was very, very good. It's Friday. I appreciate that intro. Last one of the year. And thank you, everyone, for what was an amazing year. This show has absolutely exploded. Six-figure live viewers, millions of people watching VOD, millions more on audio on Apple and Spotify. That is all thanks to you. So thank you so much. Yeah, a big round of applause for you at the end of the year. And again, as I said, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We will do a quick video recap at the end. Guy put together. I have no idea what he did. It's not a joke. He put together some videos. He wants my reaction on a couple of uh, the worst liberal video moments of the year. So stay tuned for that. 
folks, the people plotting to steal the 2024 election, I need you to understand, they are the exact same people. They're not hiding. They're not ninjas. They're not throwing ninja stars. They don't have the nunchucks. They're right out there in the open. They're on the battlefield charging ahead. They're just advertising the plan. I I want you. No, no, no. I don't want. I, I need you to remember that they've already told us how they're going to steal the 2024 election because they've already posted their battle plan and bragged about it. So we can do something about it or we can just let the beatings continue until morale improves. I'm going to. I've, oh, do I, do I not bring receipts? Do I not bring receipts? Am I not the king of receipts? Every freaking time. Do you guys see this article now? We've discussed this before, but it's important we do it again. This article by Molly Ball in Time magazine there is the single biggest indictment of the cabal, a word they actually use in the piece to steal elections you've ever seen. Now, why would they steal an election? And then go and brag about it. Because, folks, it's very simple. I've said this to you a thousand times. This is about hierarchy. They are in charge. They are collectivist power brokers and tyrants. And they just want you to know. Yep. Here's the best, uh, best, like, the best way I can tell you this. You ever see a Bronx tale when Sonny the mobster beats up the biker guy who wrecked his bar and he picks him up off the ground and says, look at me. I did this to you. The great Chaz Palminteri and the best mob movie ever. That's what this is. Don't overthink this. The thing is, they've stepped too far. Yeah, they got the biker in the movie, but there's a sequel to the movie where all of a sudden, like, the bikers strike back, okay? This time, people know and are more prepared for what's going on. Fully prepared? Absolutely not. But I want you to, this, if you don't, is this in the show notes today? Bongino.com slash newsletter and a newsletter. If you don't read this article, I'm sorry, I can't help you. It's called The Secret History of the Shadow Campaign That Saved the 2020 Election. That's a real title, bro. That's a real title. We'll just go through a couple pieces here quick because I do got a lot to get to. Here they talk about it, and this is their words, not mine. They talk about the actual conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes. Where did I get those words? From the piece. Quote, there was a conspiracy unfolding behind the scenes. One that both curtailed the protests and coordinated the resistance from business CEOs. Both surprises were the result of an informal alliance. This is about the 2020 election between left-wing activists and business titans. In other words, folks, this is not a left-wing only thing. This is a swamp thing that, that aimed to stop Donald Trump in 2020 and you. It involved the Chamber of Commerce the AFL-CIO, they saw it as an implicit bargain and they used the racial justice protest as basically motivation. Motivation and and, and, and use it as an organizing effort to, to keep Trump from his assault on democracy. So when the left-wingers say, oh, you guys are conspiracy theorists suggesting we're trying to rig and stop an election, I just send them right to this article and go, then why did you guys admit to it? Because they were doing the sunny scene, not realizing that, again, the bikers might strike back sometime. Here's another screenshot from this piece. And I want you to keep the name Norm Eisen in your head. Because, folks, it's the exact same people. 
the Colorado thing, the transition integrity project thing where they talk about a street fight, the cabal. It's the same people. They note here that the work they were doing to fleece the 2020 election and steal it and rig it, quote, touched every aspect of the election. How do I know that? Because it literally says their work touched every aspect of the election. They got states to change voting systems. Oh, I'm sure that was to get more Republicans to vote. They got states to change voting systems and laws and help secure hundreds of millions in public and private funding. And a lot of private money, a lot of Zuckerbucks came into this. All a plan, folks. They fended off voter suppression lawsuits, i.e. voter integrity measures. Recruited armies of poll workers. What do you think those poll workers were there to do? And they got millions of people to vote by mail for the first time. Why? Because as the New York Times reported in an Adam Liptak article in 2012, the rate of rejection and fraud and issues with voting is nearly twice that for mail-in votes. They pressured social media companies to take a hard line against disinformation, i.e. censor you. And use data-driven strategies to fight viral smears, i.e. censor you. They're already telling you what they're going to do. You just got to... You just got to read the piece. Here are more aspects of how they tried to alter and change the election. Again, they brag about this. I did this to you. They executed national public awareness campaigns that helped Americans understand how the vote count would unfold over weeks and days. In other words, they were preparing you that they were going to cheat and they were preparing their own disinformation campaign to let you make you think they weren't cheating. Let me translate all this for you. They prevented Trump's conspiracy theories and false claims of victory from getting more traction, i.e. anyone who complained about anything anywhere was a conspiracy theory. And after Election Day, they monitored every pressure point to ensure Trump could not overturn the result, i.e. they pressured everyone to make sure Donald Trump couldn't speak after the election. You got to translate this stuff. They're just bragging about it. They're bragging about it. Here, one more from this piece. And I'll show you why this is relevant. I'm just bringing this up because it's a Friday. I'm bringing this up because the whole Colorado thing. What if I told you it was the same people? Because it is. Holy is right. Here, one last one here. Here's where they talk about here why they're doing this. And here's how they see it. In other words, I need you to understand how the people doing this are rigging the election. Time Magazine's bragging about it. But I need you to see it through their eyes. I know it's rigging. I get it. But for a second, I need you to displace yourself from the conservative lens for a second. And I want you to look at it as they see it. They think they're doing you a public service. Listen to all the euphemisms in this. This is why the participants want the secret history of the 2020 election told. Even though it sounds like a paranoid fever dream, because it is. A well-funded cabal of powerful people from industries and ideologies working together behind the scenes, changing rules and steering media coverage and controlling information. They were not rigging the election. They say they were fortifying. You see how they see it? You see why this is important and we can't get lost in our own bubbles? If we're going to understand these people, you have to understand they think they're doing a public service. This is one of the greatest evils ever, ever perpetrated in an election and series of election cycles, in their eyes, they believe, look at the last line, the public needs to understand the system's fragility 
By fragility, they mean the public's ability to pick an actual candidate. You understand what they mean, right? If the public picks Donald Trump, it's a fragile system that's going to break. So we have to protect you from it and fortify it. You need to understand the crazy here. Wait, one last one here, because there's this name that keeps coming up. This is the same people, the same people. Look who's quoted in this article from 2021 about the rigging of the 2020 election by a cabal. Their words, not mine. The untold story of the election is the thousands of people of both parties who accomplished this triumph of American democracy at its very foundation, said Norm Eisen, a prominent lawyer and former Obama administration official who recruited Republicans and Democrats to the board of the voter protection program. Norm Eisen. A lot of you out here, you're probably like, Dan, that name, I mean, uh, it sounds so familiar. Didn't you tell us about this guy? Well, this guy, Norm Eisen, was associated with this Transition Integrity Project as well, according to multiple media reports out there. And in this Transition Integrity Project in 2020, where they were so terrified of a Donald Trump victory, they noted that the planners of this whole thing need to take seriously the notion that this may well be a street fight. Oh, it's street fight. Joe, they don't mean street. They mean street fight as a legal fight. No, they don't. They actually said not a legal battle. Right. Planners need to take seriously the notion this may be a street fight, not a legal battle. This is a quote, folks. This isn't meaning they said this for the liberals. Notice what they think when they say a street fight, they tell you what they don't mean. They don't mean a legal battle. They don't mean technocratic solutions. They don't mean courts. And they don't mean relying on elites observing norms. He even says that's not the answer. He notes that this may be a street fight. And in case you're confused that he means an actual fight in the street, he goes on to tell you he doesn't mean any of these other things. And he notes you need to take it seriously. This is them flexing for you. And warning you now that they plan to take this to the streets in a fight. Ladies and gentlemen, these are their words, man. They ain't my words. I'm actually quoting them. Now, these people are at it again. What if I told you one of the brainstormers behind this whole Colorado thing, at least who defended this thing openly in the media, laid out the battle plan in advance, was the same guy quoted in all of these things, Norm Eisen. Here's a video clip from months ago when the January 6th committee came out with recommendations. This is a long time ago. Listen to the same guy quoted in this article, Norm Eisen, and reported to be associated with this transition integrity project and the street fight. Listen to him mention the 14th Amendment and this whole Colorado thing. In case you think any of this is just like off the cuff stuff they did last week. This has been planned and they've been warning us for a while. You want to fight back? We want to get kicked in the balls. Listen to this. When you think Norm specifically on this criminal referral of assisting or aiding an insurrection, that's a charge that is rarely used. It's hard to prove. What did you make of that being included? Uh, it hasn't been used since the Civil War. Of the four charges that were brought today, it's the least likely actually to be charged by the Department of Justice. But in some ways, it's the most important because, Brianna, part of the reason this committee has been so effective throughout constant surprises, this was a surprise, but they also meet the moment with drama. This lays down a marker. And I think it is true. 
former President Trump uh, aided and gave comfort to an insurrection. He assisted an insurrection. He was part of an insurrection. And so it lays down a marker and it will be very important. Caitlin and I were talking on the break. Very important. And one of the big legal battlefronts of the next two years from coast to coast, people are going to try to get Donald Trump removed from the ballot because under the 14th Amendment, Section 3 of the Constitution, just wrote a big report about this with Pogo, <laughs> under the 14th Amendment, if you give aid and comfort to insurrectionists, you help them, or you're part of an insurrection, you can't run for president. That's months ago, folks. That's Norm Eisen. Oh, he wrote a report. And keep in mind, this video is from months ago, and he's talking about how months before that, he wrote a big report on this. Wait, wait, Dan, that's the same guy in the... Secret history of the shadow campaign that stole the 2020 election article. Here, look, says Norm Eisen. We did this with both parties. It was a triumph of American democracy at its very foundation, says former Obama official Norm Eisen. <clears throat> you still want to play cute? You want to play cutesy bullshit time? Oh, let's hope the Supreme Court saves us with a Hail Mary. Good luck with that. Folks. This is one of the few shows, I'm not the only one, but this is one of the few shows calling for what needs to be done. What needs to be done and the solution to this, because it will solve this problem, hence solution, is Joe Biden, we need to start the process right now, I don't care what happens with the courts, to get Joe Biden removed from the ballot. If the Supreme Court says you can't do that, that's not in the Constitution, it doesn't apply to the presidency, fine, then it applies to Republicans and Democrats, fine. But if the Democrats don't see us respond tactically, in kind, and do the exact same thing, you can forget it. Norm Eisen will never stop. Norm Eisen and these people will absolutely never stop. It'll be but five minutes if the Supreme Court changes. God forbid someone dies on the conservative side or steps down. It'll be but five minutes before they try to kick everyone off the, off the ballot. DeSantis, Vivek, everyone. Everything you thought they weren't going to do, they did. It's time to grow some balls in the Republican Party and do something. Relying on the courts is for fools and suckers. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. I want to go to this quick hierarchy thing. This thing at Harvard is blowing up, and I want to show you why this is important. These two headlines back to back, they are going to get more violent, and nothing is going to stop them. And they do anything you, anything you say or do, you'll be accused of inciting violence while they're actually violent. Where's the Tylenol? What do you think? Oh, yeah. Chatsters, what do you think? Uh, you know what it go. You know what I'm talking about, right? My P1s, you know? You think there's any left? <laughs> Not only is it left, it smells even better. I don't know what they're doing. Blackout coffee. Folks, we love blackout coffee. Why? Because the owner of the company, one's a great guy. Joe, sniffs left. Key, yeah, sniffs yeah. left. It's not only one, it was too powerful. This stuff smells amazing, tastes amazing too. It is bold, it is coffee, it is never bitter, it is fantastic, it's blackout coffee. The owner of the company loves the country. He loves <laughs> He loves the country and he loves coffee. Listen, it's one thing to be a capitalist and say, I love the country and produce a terrible product. That's not this guy. This coffee is amazing. With blackout coffee, it's time for you to be awake, but not woke. Take coffee with values and start your day with the best tasting coffee you're going to find. I love it. I grind it into everything from espressos up to regular coffee. 
I'm proud that Percy recommended it because it tastes great. I love it. And we got to start supporting companies that love the country, love freedom, and love America. Do me a favor. Check out blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch the other guys. Blackout Coffee loves this country and remains true to our values. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Use code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Blackout Coffee. Check them out. You're going to love them, folks. The coffee tastes amazing. Really appreciate it. So, folks, acquiring, abusing, holding, using and abusing power. That, you have to understand, is the only principle of the left. And I use the word principle with air quotes. I think you saw that with the Norm Eisen segment. They don't care. They will do anything. The 14th Amendment, the 25th Amendment, rigging elections, stealing elections, mail-in ballot elections. They don't care. When you're in a hierarchical system where people take power and abuse it, they don't really care if you call them out on principles because they have no principles other than power. I have never seen that principle summed up better. In this ridiculous article by Jennifer Schuessler in the New York Times, Harvard finds more instances of duplicative language in president's work. Gee, there's a, another name for duplicative language. It's called, uh, rhymes with, it rhymes with plagiarism. Oh. Joe's like, they're having a tough time. Plagiarism. Plagiar- Thank you, Joe. Yeah. Joe had just a, it's, it's called duplicative language. You see now, if a conservative did this, you would be called a plagiarist. Now, if it's the New York Times and the president of Harvard, who clearly has zero qualifications to be the president of Harvard at all, does it, it's called duplicative, duplicative language. This quote right here by Charles Fried, who's a professor at Harvard Law School, who should instantly resign, instantly, and just move away from public life after this embarrassing quote. This is a lawyer. He teaches at Harvard Law. If this does not hum up, sum up, The hierarchy of the left and the double barrel middle finger they give you, I don't know what does. So the president of Harvard gets cold busted plagiarizing stuff. Cold busted. Anyone else would be thrown out of school. He notes, eh, Charles Fried says, it's part of this extreme right wing attack on elite institutions, he notes. Says the obvious point is to make it look as if there's a woke double standard at elite institutions. If it came from some other quarter, I might grant it some credence, he said of the accusations, but not from these people. You gotta thank you, Charles Fried, you freaking dumbass. Thank you so much for just summing up leftist hierarchy like I've never seen. According to Charles Fried, you get caught plagiarizing. It doesn't matter that that may be a fact that you got caught plagiarizing. What matters is who says it. I wonder if that applies to other things from this professor at Harvard Law. In other words, if someone was murdered and it was your friend, but they were murdered by a guy who's a conservative and you're a conservative, do you go, ah, you know what? Pull that quote back up again. Listen, what if I said something like he was murdered, but if he was murdered by someone from some other quarter, I might grant it some credence, but not from these people. I'll let that go. Wait, what? You understand the hierarchy now, he's just telling you we're in charge. You're not. We give absolutely zero Fs about the plagiarism because we're in charge. And if we were to fire this woman for being an alleged plagiarist, 
Well, not alleged. I mean, she's changed the stuff. I mean, I'm always trying to be careful because I do like the presumption of innocence. She's actually changed the material. So she's a plagiarist. So I guess what they're saying is, yes, we don't really care. We don't give a damn. You understand like this is the best summation of hierarchy we've ever seen. Here's another one. This Look at these two headlines from NBC. This is just classic media hierarchy. So the Colorado Supreme Court, which just decided to steal an election by removing Donald Trump from uh, disqualifying him from the presidency in Colorado and the ballot there, right? Note NBC News notes, Colorado Supreme Court justices face a flood of threats after disqualifying Trump from the ballot. So this show, we have this crazy thing called principle. So we disavow and strongly condemn political violence, have, always will. Uh, it's not meant to signal virtue. It's meant to signal signal sanity. I don't want violence. So does anyone else. You see how easy that is? Yeah, well, Dan, NBC just condemned violence and violent talk, which they should against Colorado State Supreme Court justice. Oh, here's the same NBC, though. When people were outside making threats outside of the Supreme Court justices' homes with the Roe v. Wade stuff, free speech or federal crime, they want to know. So they, you, you notice how if it's lefties doing it, they're giving it out. It's an or situation. Protesters are still marching outside conservative Supreme Court justices' homes. You see the difference? You see the difference? So when we speak out freely against the Colorado Supreme Court justices for stealing an election, that's inciting violence. But when you actually incite violence outside of their literal homes for the Supreme Court, I don't know, it could be free speech. Fuck these people. Yeah, just so you know, right? It's like a signal. Like, it's like a bat signal. You should get out there too. They're a worthy target. You don't, folks, for as much as you can't stand these people in the media, I promise you it's not enough. They don't want you to, here's the thing too. This is why they're so keen on censorship. They mentioned it in the article in the beginning, the Time article, where he points out how they pressured social media companies to censor disinformation. Disinformation for them, mean that word means nothing. Remember the Princess Bride? I don't think that means what you think it means. Disinformation to the left is simply information they don't like that conflicts with their ideological agenda. I know you all get that. I don't mean to kind of be redundant on it. They mention it then. You ever hear of this guy, Francis Fukuyama? If you haven't, you should. He wrote this book about the end of history. He's a very well-respected historian. Used to be across kind of the, the political aisle. The, the swampies love this guy. This is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. I had to cut it down to like a minute or so. But again, this was a guy the swamp adores. It's like one of the, 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 the chieftains of actual historians. Here he is openly on video and audio, doing this interview, talking about how, you know, we really got to rethink this whole First Amendment thing going forward. Because here's the thing about hierarchy and tyrants. They can't have you notice what they're doing. If they did, they would just tell you, we're censoring you because we don't like you. They frame it as disinformation and the new democracy. The old democracy, people were polluted by bad ideas. We're just cleaning up the bad ideas. Check it out. The question then becomes, uh, how do you actually regulate uh, content that you think is noxious, harmful, 
uh, and and the like, uh, and do it in a way that's consistent with the First Amendment. Now, I think you can push the boundaries a bit because the First Amendment does not allow you to say anything you want. But among liberal democracies, you know, our First Amendment law is, you know, among the most expansive uh, of any developed democracy. Uh, And you could imagine a future world in which we kind of pull that back and we say, no, we're going to have, you know, a law closer to that of Germany where we can designate the government can designate something as hate speech and then, uh, you know, prevent the dissemination of that. Uh, But the question then is politically, how are you going to get there? Folks, again, uh, we always I'm like the Duke of receipts. We always bring the facts to back it up. Oh, they're not calling for new laws restricting speech. You just heard this guy. What else could you possibly want to hear? You understand now why they just here's what they want to do. The hierarchy is all about power. It, they don't care about any of their principles power. This is my end of the year message. When you understand that, everything else makes sense. Oh my gosh, they're talking about this, but that looks hypocritical. Again, they throw gays off buildings in Iran and then the gay lobby supports the Iran deal. It doesn't matter. They see it as a path to power. They don't care. There's no other principle involved. And when you need power, you need people to support you. The Democrats have talked about this demographic destiny argument over and over. And yet when you notice it, they lose their minds. I'm going to get to that in a second. Last break. I'm going to show you some killer video and then we're going to wrap up with uh, Guy selections for best liberal or I should say worst video, liberal videos of the year. That should be fun. Jen, you sell. Hey, it's a Christmas holiday season, everyone. Time for gift giving, parties with friends and getting compliments everywhere you go. Looking better and years younger thanks to Genucell Skincare. From now until Christmas, Genucell Skincare's most popular package is better than 70% off at Genucell.com. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. You can see those troubling forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags and puffiness, and yes, even a sagging jawline disappear right before your eyes with Genucell's most popular collection. With its immediate effects, see results in less than 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. It's a great holiday gift, ladies and gents. Paula loves Genucell skincare, so does my mother-in-law, Miriam. Plus, included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that can restore your youthful appearance. Visit GenuCell.com slash Dan now. Enter my special code Dan for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. Guaranteed delivery by Christmas. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. Trying not to move so the hat doesn't move on my head. That's pretty cool. You guys are very clever. You need a good night's sleep, folks, especially around the holiday season. You want to wake up frosty for Christmas? Well, get one. You're not going to get one if you're not on a Helix mattress. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses for big, tall, short, wide, even special ones for kids. To find the perfect fit, Helix provides a 100-night in-home sleep trial. No matter your sleeping position, Helix is the answer. Mattress is amazing. We have one in a guest room. Everybody sleeps on it. Ask me what kind of mattress that is. Memory foam hybrid, all the more responsive to the individual with enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating. Helix is about comfort, care, and a great night's sleep. My Helix mattress, the best I've slept on. The setup is fast and super easy. Don't just take my word for it. GQ and Wired Magazine named Helix the number one mattress. Take the quiz at helixsleep.com slash Dan. Find the perfect mattress in under two minutes. As a bonus, Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for my listeners. 
Go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. It's our best offer yet and it won't last long. Helixsleep.com slash Dan with Helix. Better sleep starts now. That, that's not fake. I went the wrong way. That's not fake. It's moving. It's just, it's just, it, it's just stuck on a thing in the ceiling. Someone in the chat said it was being shame. Shame on it. Was it Rube? Was it Rube Biden? Rube, is that you? It wasn't Rube Biden? Darn it. Here, folks, these people don't care about you at all. They care about obtaining power. And how do you get power? You get power through votes. Well, if you're losing votes, how do you get more votes? The answer is you go try to find people who will vote for you. They talk about it all the time. I will give you the receipts in a minute, but I want you to listen to this. This is Sheriff Mark Lamb. This is pretty damning. Did you see the package they're giving to people now? This is, again, I, I can't personally vouch for all this, but I trust this guy. He's a sheriff out there at the, at the border. Here's what they're giving to people who cross the border illegally. When I get a little ticked off, listen to this. You know, we see all these people coming across, mostly military age men coming from China, from Africa, from all over the world. Uh, most of them not even being vetted when they come in here. But here's what's really going to bother you. When these folks come across and they're processed, they're being given a cell phone, a plane ticket to wherever they want to go in this country. So probably to a community near you and a $5,000 visa card. So while this Christmas season, you're struggling to keep your lights on, uh, while you're struggling to pay your rent, put Christmas presents under the tree for your kids, we have our government giving people that came into this country illegally $5,000 gift cards. That's the truth, folks. God bless. Folks, $5,000 gift cards? Man, I ain't doing too bad with the cheese and the money, but a five, that's a, what? That's a the $5,000 gift card. I think that's what I gave my dad for Christmas. Five, that's a lot. That's a lot. Are you shitting me? Someone said the hat is disinformation. No, no, it's real. <laughs> this is, you understand now why they just, your biggest sin on the right. Think about it, as me and Tucker said during part one and two. By the way, please check out during the holiday season, part one and two of my interview with Tucker. It's on Rumble, Apple, and Spotify. It's there for you right now. Whenever you get some time, it is so worth it. We get into a conversation about this because we were both at Fox. Whatever, and I'm not saying they, but I'm just saying in general. You know, we sat on the same floor together, our teams there. Whatever you're not allowed to talk about by lefties and others, allowed. Don't you dare talk about stealing elections. Don't you dare talk about replacement theory. Is probably a leftist thing. Stealing elections or their demographic destiny argument. That's why they don't want you to talk about it because you're not allowed to notice. It's all a conspiracy theory. Here, perfect example. Just the other day, Wired Magazine. White supremacists are celebrating Vivek Ramaswamy's great replacement rant. The great replacement thing. It, do we, okay, do we got to do it again? Do we, do we have to do it again? Folks, should we do it again? You P1s know what I'm talking about. The great replacement theory. Is this a, a right wing theory? Those in the chat, help me out. No. The right wing just noticed that the left had an obsession with talking about demographic destiny as it relates to immigration. It's not our theory. It's their thing. We just noticed it. You got it? This is it, folks. I'm going to do this for you. This is the last time. Here is a, it's about a minute supercut of the demographic destiny argument being, being, uh, this is a leftist thing. 
Always bring receipts. Check it out. Coming out into the open. In a few years, we're going to be a majority brown country. White people will not be the majority in the country anymore. This will be the first generation ever in American history uh, in which whites will be a minority of the generation at some point. As of 2007, every year, babies being born in this country, whites now are the minority. In 2044, uh, everyone is going to be a minority. As the demographics change, as white people become the minority in the country, which is coming. Demographics is destiny. Demographics. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny, right? The country is changing. I've been saying it here. Other people have been saying it here for years now, even before Donald Trump. The demographics is destiny. The white population is declining for the first time in history in America, while the number of multiracial Americans have more than doubled. So we live in a country where the demographics are changing. It's becoming less white. Correct. Okay. You'll be announcing that we're calling the 38 electoral votes of Texas for the Democratic nominee for president. It's changing. It's going to become a purple state and then a blue state because of the demographic. <laughs> How many times we got to do this? That's eight is eight. Oh, we got to. Oh, he insists for the end of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, we actually have a. That is. This is. There we go. All you folks in the chat, you know, everything. These people are crazy. They are crazy people. They're just mad at you for noticing. Again, I just asked the liberal nuts who cover my show. I'm just asking you one simple question. If we are crazy people promoting a demographic destiny replacement theory, just run the transcript of the show. And then put the name of who said it. It's all you guys. It's all you guys. There's a crazy Frank. He's become a crazy. I mean, these people are nuts. They're nuts. See, I told you my tape is running out. My Fugazi tape. The tape is Fugazi now. Come on, Fugazi. One last for the year. These people are nuts. Everything's a white supremacist theory. There is no one here who's a white supremacist. This is like <laughs> so hilariously stupid. You should laugh and mock at these mock these people. That's it. So are we just crazy nutbags for noticing the borders out of control and the left is doing nothing about it while bragging about demographic destiny on video we just played? Here's MSNBC. Are they crazy? Are they white supremacists? So we're not allowed to talk about it. But MSNBC's at the border like, this is the worst we've ever seen. Are they crazy too? Watch yourself. These crowds here in Eagle Pass have never been this large during my reporting. This is the most people I've ever seen in Eagle Pass and other reporters, colleagues working other parts of the border in Arizona, in Hakumba, near San Diego. Tell me the same thing. We have these conversations and the conversation is always, well, I've never seen this number of migrants arriving. Again, are they white supremacists? What about the people who talked about demographic destiny in the supercut? Are they white supremacists too? Folks, don't be scared of these people. I'm begging you. They're full of shit. They're bullshit artists. They have no morals. They have no character. They're actually very evil people. They do it and they just get mad at you for noticing. Well, we're not going to stop noticing. And I got news for you. The show is only growing. So whatever you, my media presence, and I say this, you can call it, Ego, whatever you want. I give zero shits because it's a fact. We have, an, we have a bigger audience than most cable news channels this time of the day. Our views even surpass big cable news channels. 
between Facebook, social media, and everything, we are not stopping. You will never shut us up, ever. Whatever you tell us not to talk about, we're going to talk about twice. All right, I'm going to get to the videos of the year in a second. I don't know these videos get put together. So again, I just want to play this one last one for you. At the end of the new year, before we get to kind of some funny stuff, you know AI freaks me out a little bit, right? So these two AI cats were on Rogan's show, Joe Rogan's great podcast. And they talked about this weird kind of, it's, I, I cut about a minute of it and put too much of it in there, but this weird moment back in 2017 where AI like seemed to notice itself, not suggesting it was self-aware, but it seemed to be responding to how humans thought it would act. In other words, it was concerned about how humans felt about it. Listen to these two researchers. The Rogan people and everyone was like, you know what? I haven't freaked out about AI until I heard this. Check this out. Suddenly it knows how to explain jokes. Mm-hmm. You're like, wait, where did that come from? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. now it knows how to play chess. And all it's done is predict. All you've asked it to do is let me predict the next character or the next word. G- give the Amazon example. Oh, yeah. This, this is interesting. So this is 2017. Um, OpenAI releases a paper where they treat, uh, where they train this AI. It's one of these transformers, a GPT, to predict the next character of an Amazon review. Pretty simple. But then they're looking inside the brain of this AI and they dis- discover that there's one neuron that does best in the world sentiment analysis, like understanding whether the human is feeling like good or bad about the product. And you're like, that's so strange. You ask it just to predict the next character. Why is it learning about how a human being is feeling? And it's strange until you realize, oh, I see why. It's because to predict the next character really well, I have to understand how the human being is feeling to know whether like the word is going to be like a positive word or a negative word. And this wasn't programmed? This no, was, no, no. It That's was the key thing. emergent behavior. Yeah. Um, and no. it's really interesting <laughs> that like um, GPT-3 had been out um, to, for I think a, a couple of years, couple years until a researcher thought to ask, oh, I wonder if it knows chemistry. Folks, that freaked me out. I saw that yesterday. I put this in the show stat. It's got a, 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 some kind of technological neuron, this AI, that's concerned about how human beings feel about the next word, but it wasn't even programmed to do that. <laughs> what human beings? That's the question you should ask, right? Because human beings feel differently about things, correct? So if it's predicting the next word, right? And then it's concerned about how humans feel and it's asked by someone to, hey, save humankind. And it's concerned about how AOC feels. And she's telling it the world will be over in 12 years because we're breathing and causing global warming. I I mean, you should be asking yourself these questions, too. That thing kind of freaked me out. All right. This is a surprise segment. I have no idea what's going to happen. So if there goes down, I ain't ready. Just like Cypress Hill, I have no idea. The funnest, you, so this is this is Guy's version of the funniest videos of the year. I don't know what they are. It's not a scam. I usually control the show myself. I've never done this before. So if this segment sucks, I blame them exclusively. I have nothing to do with it. I'm kidding. I love these guys. All right, Guy, if you would, split screen it. Let me hear video number one. Oh, this I love. You got to play this. 
In terms of your sort of strategy currently, you're obviously taking the populist uh, pathway. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> well, appealing, appealing to people's uh, more emotional levels, I would guess. Um, I mean, what certainly, you mean certainly, you, certainly, you tap, certainly, you tap uh, very strong ideological language example. quite frequently. Like what? what? Like what? Uh, left like wing, you know, this and that, right wing, they, you know, I mean, it's that, that type I of ideological never talk about, I never really talk about left but or right. Anyways, a lot I don't of people, really believe in that. Dude, okay. this has got to be number one. A lot one. of people would, would is, is say that seven? you're simply taking a page out of the Donald Trump uh, book. Like which people would say that? Well, I'm sure a great many Canadians, but... Like who? <laughs> I don't know who, but... Well, you're um, the one who asked the question, so yes. how, you must know somebody. <laughs> this is number one. And folks in the chat, I'm sorry. In I'm terms sorry, of your... I, I haven't even seen the other videos yet. I haven't even seen them. I love Pierre Polivier. I always say his name wrong. This guy's amazing. He's a good child conservative from Canada. I love this guy. This is number one. I don't even need to see the other videos. Uh, it's almost over the segment right now. That's definitely number one. I love that segment. Right wing, what do you mean? Just eats this while chewing on the apple. It's just the greatest <laughs> video ever. I'm that's number one. I love it. All right, well now I got to see the rest of them because this is that this is a good start, but you already kind of blew it because it's already number one. All right, let's go. Let's see the next one. Oh, I like this too. Yeah. Oh, we're in so cute. much debt. We're driving up deficits so fast. We are devaluing American money so rapidly. That in America today, you can't even bribe Democrat senators with cash alone. You need to bring gold bars to get the job done, just so that the bribes hold value. Okay, okay. I We're haven't seen so the much rest of them. The first Pierre Bolivier for sheer like impact on Dan Bongino's life. That's number one. Comedy. If you're only going comedy. I still like Polvier, but this is up there for Matt Gates. Remember Bob Menendez, the senator accused taking gold bars for bribes, tying that to the Biden inflation was. And, and it's not just you got to see the look in his face when he says it. But that that's the funny thing. Like the thing about comedy, it's, it's as much presentation as it is what you say. Reminds me, I don't comedian. What was his name? Stephen Wright, the guy who would say everything so dryly. I'm never going to age. I'm going to get a life-size tattoo of myself on myself. I would sit there in the house like, this is the funniest shit ever. That's some funny stuff. You can't even bribe someone. All right, let's see what else you got. Go with the next one. Good pick so far. It applies equally in both cases, oh, and we apply the law equally. Um, I will say you're quite right. right. There are many more prosecutions with respect uh, to the um, um, blocking of the uh, um, of the abortion centers. But that is generally because they are those okay. actions are taken in uh, with photography at the time um, uh, during the daylight and uh, seeing the person who did it is uh, quite easy. Um, the those who are attacking the pregnancy resources centers, uh, which is a, a horrid thing to do, are doing this at Keep night um, in the dark. See, we have put full finished. resources on this. So, folks, it just, the, so if we turn the lights out. And we say something now that's a crime. It's not a crime. No, we, we're all good. Everything's good now. Merrick Garland, don't worry. Guys, you can say whatever you want. You can make any kind of false allegation. No one's going to investigate anything because we turned the lights out on the show. That very, you guys are, this is, that's good. That's good. Not, that's like comedy for all the wrong reasons. The attorney general, like, yeah, it happens at night. What you mean? Like almost every crime. So yeah, we don't really put our investigative heft into that. That was a good one. Good call on that one. I remember when I was in Secret Service school, they were like, 
Guys, if it happens at night, yeah, don't even bother. It takes too much work. So just leave that alone. You know, fingerprint surveillance doesn't work at night. That's a good one. I'm good. I'm glad. I know. I'm glad we got that little trick turning the lights out. No one will ever know it's me, by the way. We can say whatever we want. All right. This is cringe. All right. He's saying this is cringe. Oh, man. I remember this one, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. This was weird. I know. I know. He gives. Oh, man. This guy. This is. What is that? I know. This is kind of, this is a weird one because he shows up in like the Carhartt, Nick. He's going to play a basketball game or something like that, but he's so out of shape. That I don't know what he's doing with the double hand wave or something like that. I, I don't know. Pete Cringe. Yeah. I don't know. Not too crazy about that one. I wouldn't have included that in my top seven. Maybe on the cringe scale. Yeah, but Fetterman, like of all the crazy Democrats, the craziest thing is this guy's like the of the last three weeks, he's like the least crazy. I mean, you got Menendez with the gold bar stuff and others. So let me see what else you got here. It's all surprised to me, folks, by the way. I have no idea what he's going to launch here. Oh, oh. Mr. Allen, have you ever used Twitter? Yes or no? This, it's not, it's a different guy. I have Watch utilized this. Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A9705064? No, that's not. That me. is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on that's December 5th, 2022, an account that under the name Marcus on. Allen that's retweeted the best, a tweet that said, That is not my account, ma'am. She doesn't care. She, the best part that of this video not my account, is not that Linda Sanchez let me can't the figure question, out that that's not Marcus player. Allen's Twitter account. It's that she just goes forward like nothing's different. Uh, Guy, is your account uh, G Cohen 76? Uh, no, I, I, it's not. It doesn't matter. Let me ask you about what you typed out the other night on your Twitter. Bro, that's not my account. Doesn't matter, asshole. I'm going to ask you anyway. This, she just keeps going. Like nothing happened. You haven't let me finish the question. What? what on Dece- and the, the time question? is mine. It's not him. On December 5th, is, 2022, this is, this an account an under win. the name of Marcus I Allen say, this is retweeted a tweet that said, quote, Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th. Retweet oh. if you agree, end quote. This is Do you agree with that favorite. statement? You agree with it? Yes it's or no? Not him. That That is, I don't, no, ma'am. That's not my account at all. <laughs> That's come on, folks. I need that's number two. That's got to be number two. Humor. I give Gates number two. Paul Vier is number one overall. I don't know what else is coming next. There may be someone to dislodge, but it'll take a lot to get Paul Vier. That's number two. All right. Let's see what you got next. A councilman is coming out as a transgender, oh, as transgender yeah. and a woman of one. color. Delaware County Councilman Ryan <laughs> Webb announced that he now identifies as an Indian American woman. Since that announcement, he's received some support, but a lot of backlash, many calling him childish, despicable, even calling for things like execution. In a statement Webb gave to IT Nate, he says, quote, it is unfortunate that I cannot simply be given the same space and respect to explore my identity that so many of those targeting me demand for themselves. It's possible I may change my mind down the road. The process of identity exploration is complex and oftentimes at the end of our personal journey, oh, so we end is right back right like where we started. Webb goes on to tell IT Nate, this is just his true authentic self. This is what, folks, this guy... Delaware County Councilman Ryan Webb. That is one of the greatest things ever done. He wants to identify as a woman of color. But the best part about that clip is what? Did you see it in the chat? You see the before and after picture? It's the same picture? 
that's the best part of the whole thing is the before and after is the same picture. And he's so dry about it. My personal journey of self-identity, it's the exact same picture. He identifies as a woman who goes, what are you going to do? Call him out, tell him you can't do that? They do it all the time. I remember that. That was genius. I think we tried to get him on the show. But Ryan, definitely worthy. The only one, um, the, the Fetterman one, so, but the rest you've been spot on. This is a good one. We have any more? How many we got? The last one. All right. Behind a judicial nominee doesn't um, Which one? Judge on the far end. Oh. Uh, tell, tell me what Article 5 of the Constitution does. Article 5 is not coming to mind at the moment. Does. Okay. How about Article 2? Okay, Article 5, whatever. Article 2, how do you not know Article 2? Neither is Article 2. Who doesn't know Article 2? Okay. Here's the best part. Wait. <laughs> Wait, this is the Do you know what percussivism is? This is the best part. It's coming up. Um, in my 12 years as an assistant no attorney idea. general huh? and my nine years serving as a judge, I was not faced with that precise question. Um, we are the highest trial court in Washington state. So I'm frequently faced with um, issues that I'm not familiar with. And I thoroughly review the law, uh, yeah, our research sure. and apply the law to the facts presented to me. Well, you're going to be faced with it as a, if you're confirmed, I can assure you of that. Folks, she doesn't know article two. Article two of the constitution, one legislative, two presidency, article three court. She okay. has no idea. This is again, like asking like a carpenter, what a, a nail gun does. And the carpenter goes, ah, I don't really have any idea. It's a nail gun. How do you not know? That's like, I totally forgot what, you know what? There was one, two, look it up, look it up over the break. The guy who doesn't know what Brady material is, but it's only one of the biggest cases in court about Brady material. He has no idea. All right, folks, thanks so much for tuning in. Oh, he's scratching his. He don't know what to do. He's like, how did we pick such morons to be on the base? These are the people going to be judging. Remember what I said yesterday about useful idiots? Uh, Pierre's definitely number one. I got to go with, I don't know, the Gates one is freaking hilarious, and it's just such balls to say it on the floor. But what was the other one I really, oh, the Ryan Webb. I don't know. I got one and two. The rest are all kind of equal. It's Fetterman one, a little cringy, but I got to go one. Pierre said that's the best clip of the year. And I got to give it a tie for two. Ryan Webb. And then, yeah, what about you, Joe? I like Sanchez. Sanchez. And and Marcus Allen isn't far behind yet. A Sanchez clip either. Where it's not even him and she just keeps going. It's all good selections, though. All good selections. No, no, man. No, that Pierre thing is just classic. <laughs> It's so I watched that. I've watched that seriously a hundred times. So how many of you got? This is end of the year, man. Ninety three thousand right before the holiday. You all are amazing. Thank you so much. I hope to see you. We'll be back. Uh, check out the Gary Brecka episode next week. All cool life hacks. Spread that around. Get your life in order in the new year. I know I'm going to try to fix some things too. We got some cool best ofs, and uh, we'll be back January third uh, live with you. We'll be so happy to be back with you. So please spread the word. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Love you all. You've done so much to enrich my life. See you all next year. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.